A breakaway diocese of the Anglican Church has sparked talk of a crisis, a congregation split over what exactly is the Word of God. GAFCON, the Global Anglican Future Conference, has announced it is setting up the Diocese of the Southern Cross and it has already attracted some church heavyweights. At heart is the issue of sex and marriage, but it goes even further than that. Joining me is Renee Barker, expert in religion and law at the University of Western Australia. She's also a member of the Anglican Church. The Diocese of the Southern Cross is an organisation, a religious organisation that's been set up by GAFCON, which is an organisation of Anglicans who all share a particular view around uh, sexuality and mm. human relationships. And it's been set up in response to what they see as a move of the more broader Anglican Church in Australia away from a conservative view around marriage and sexuality. And it's been set up in response to a, a view that their perception that the Anglican Church broadly is moving away from what they describe as orthodoxy. We'll come to the orthodoxy in just a moment, but it's being described as a breakaway and emerging out of a sense of crisis. Do those two words fit? Do you see this as a breakaway? Is there a crisis? I don't think we're quite there yet. And those words are very emotive and they they bring a sense of urgency and, and desperation. But I think it's important to understand that this is perhaps uh, the latest part in a game of chess. This is a part of a process that's been slowly evolving in the Anglican Church, not just in Australia, but worldwide, as the Anglican Church grapples with its views around uh, sexuality, human uh, relationships, and how Anglicans are called to be in relationship with each other. And so, yes, there is an organisation that has been set up Uh, It's a legal entity that is separate to any existing Anglican diocese in Australia and separate from the Anglican Church, but it's not a breakaway in a massive number of dioceses suddenly declaring themselves separate. It is a individual organisation which the people who have set it up have invited others to join. But we're at the very beginning of that process and whether it will evolve into, as it has been described, a breakaway is yet to be seen. That's for the future. How significant is it that the former Archbishop of Sydney, Glenn Davis, has been appointed as the initial bishop of this diocese? It is significant and it shows that he believes in this and this is what his views are. And it certainly indicates that there are people who have had very significant influence in the Anglican Church historically who support this move. However, he did retire as the Anglican Archbishop of Sydney. So it'll be interesting to see how long he might remain in that position. Yes, it's significant, but wouldn't read too much Mm. into it because he was perhaps the obvious choice, a bishop of that particular view and a bishop who was available. Bishop Richard Condy, in establishing this, has talked about the idea that people are walking away from the scriptures, that these people are being ridiculed. How pervasive, how widespread is that feeling among people who may hold to the views consistent with, with, with this new diocese? I think I've described uh, the current situation in the Anglican Church of Australia as complex disagreement on this Mm. issue of sexuality and the scriptural or biblical view of marriage and of human chastity, in fact. I'm not a theologian, so I, I can't comment on the correctness of one view over the other, but there are competing views within Anglicanism at the moment, and those competing views both have their supporters while there's conflict or difference. And because this is a matter 
which is at the heart of your lives. So it's about human relationships and how mm. humans relate to one another. It's become very, very fundamental to trying to understand what it means to be an Anglican Christian. Um, but it is a fundamental question right now for the Anglican Church and has been for a little while now. And what we're seeing here, we've seen in other parts of the world. Explain to us where this emerged from GAFCON, the Global Anglican Future Conference, and why it believes, as it says, that it is a Bible-based movement and others are straying from that. GAFCON has emerged out of the fact that there are a number of dioceses, provinces, Anglican churches around the world which have embraced same-sex marriage and LGBTI relationships and have taken a view of human sexuality and human relationships which is more perhaps relaxed than has done in the past. And so GAFCON emerged out of a feeling by some aspects of the Anglican church that this was, in their descriptions, a move away from scriptural interpretation. Interpretations. And so they had international conferences and the, what's well, happened the here in Australia. the Lambeth conference was critical, wasn't it? Lambeth is a separate thing. Lambeth is a very long-standing meeting and that's just taken place. So all Anglican bishops around the world are invited to the Lambeth Palace. Uh, they meet with the Archbishop of Canterbury and engage in a series of debates and discussions. And as part of that, they put out calls, which are statements from the bishops of things that they had generally agreed to together. There is a Lambeth statement back from the 90s about human sexuality and particularly uh, same-sex relationships. And there is a perception among some bishops that parts of the Anglican community have walked away from that statement because they are now more supportive and more inclusive of LGBTI families and relationships. And so there was quite a bit of tension as to which way it would go. And one of the things we're rapidly seeing is very different narratives coming out about what happened at Lambeth. Was it a watershed moment for one side or the other? They, but neither side really got a winning moment from a legal perspective of what happened at Lambeth. Lambeth isn't binding, but neither got a winning victory either. And so now we have GAFCON here in Australia going, okay, what do we do next? And their next move has been to set up uh, this separate legal entity of the Diocese of the Southern Cross. And just finally, I'm wondering where this fits into the broader drift in Australia away from faith that we saw in the recent census. We've seen similar, I know you don't like the word crisis, but we've seen similar <laughs> issues bubbling in the Catholic Church, and we've seen that emerge also this year. Where does this sit in this struggle between secularism, faith, and a drift away from faith more broadly in Australia? It's a really interesting problem because what we have is we have different groups within a religion trying to respond to that drift. So people are moving away from faith. Aspects of society are changing in ways in which are inconsistent with the traditional beliefs of that faith. Some people within that, in the various faiths, some are embracing uh, the more traditional views, views that may have been held in that religious organisation for a very, very long time and saying, no, we're going to hold really firm and in fact become more strict in some cases to those traditional views. On the other hand, other religious groups are taking a different view and going, well, society is shifting around us, taking a view of 
perhaps re-examining their holy text or their religious scriptures, re-looking at doctrines, reinterpreting doctrines in light of the modern world and coming to a different place in terms of their view around these issues. And that's a diff- just a different way of responding to the modern world and a world where you can't just assume that the person next to you has the same religious beliefs. And so it's a different way of responding to that and trying to understand their place as a religious leadership, a religious organisation in a now secular as opposed to Christian Australia. Renee Barker, thank you so much again for giving us your time. Not a problem. Thank you for having me. Dr Renee Barker, expert in religion and law at the University of Western Australia, also a member of the Anglican Church.